Okay, so how many of you are currently feeling like you are in the storm? (laughs) How many of you are feeling like there is this thing that you were dealing with or life stuff right now that is just super hard? How about anxiety or something similar? Or how many of you feel like you have tried so much, but feel like you have gotten nowhere with being able to fix or help this problem? And, uh, I can, I can relate with this. And I also was recently asked by someone after encouraging them to lean on God and to pick up the Bible and to ask Jesus for help. And a simple question was, what if it doesn't work? So today we are going to unpack this because this is, Jesus is just so great. So, but what if Jesus doesn't work for me? That's a big question that a lot of people have. So today we're going to look at three things you need to know about God's grace and how just amazing Jesus is. Let me guess, the world keeps telling you you are enough. All on your own, you are enough. Well, I'm about to drop a truth bomb. On your own, you will never be enough. Wait, hold up. Okay, did I get your attention? I am Shelby Hosfield, and at times I was an ex-Mormon, agnostic, a Sunday Christian, and a New Age follower, but God had very different plans for me. The whole time I was living in a very big lie, that I was in charge somehow of my own enoughness and my works were going to save me and my life. Don't get me wrong, I am all about self-help and personal development, but as a born-again, fully transformed Christian, I learned there is the world's way, and there's God's way. To quote C.S. Lewis, the more we get ourselves out of the way and let him take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. You are enough not because of what you have done, but because what he has done. And he lives through you. If you are ready for Bible truths, theology, and apologetics, and wisdom from his word that will shape your life, your confidence, and yes, your feeling of enough, then friend, you are in the right place. This is Finding Faith Above. Okay, so before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that if you head on over to findingfaithabove.com, you are going to find all sorts of awesome resources to help you on this faith journey that you are on, because this is not always an easy thing for us. And especially if you are coming from a different religion and you are making a faith transition to Christianity and to following Jesus and to all the amazing things that the Bible can bring, sometimes this walk can be a little hard. So I want to invite you to head on over to findingfaithabove.com. I do offer uh, mentorships if you are looking to talk with somebody, um, or if you just want to shoot me an email or um, join our amazing group, you can do that too and post your questions in there. And other people who have been on this faith journey as well and been struggling with some different things, they can also help you with this. And uh, it's a safe space to be able to Uh, Just connect with other people who maybe are struggling with some things as well. So again, findingfaithabove.com. If you check in the show notes, I have all the different links to all the good things for you to be able to, uh, to be able to connect with me and to with other people. All right. So today we are going to jump into this question. What if Jesus doesn't work for me? And, uh, this came up when I was helping, um, this beautiful girl who I just love so much. She's dealing with um, anxiety, like a lot of anxiety and, um, and really kind of struggling with some stuff. And, 
I, I've sat and I've talked with her quite a bit about a lot of these things. And, um, and she just asked me very honestly, what if, and I could tell she was very nervous about actually asking this question, but what if it doesn't work? And I had to just like take a moment <laughs> because of course I know how amazing Jesus has worked in my life. I mean, just ugh, turned everything upside down when things were so hard and so rough. And I think this goes back a lot to understanding surrender that, uh, that we cannot do it all on our own and knowing and believing and surrendering to that idea that God can actually do it, that he is big enough, that our God is a God of miracles and he's amazing. And, uh, and being able to give it all to him in a way and know that he is going to work it out for um, his good purpose. And so sometimes that can be hard though to get to that moment of fully understanding that he can be there and he can help. So I wanted to take a look at just three different ways and look at some scripture. Let's look at, dive into the Bible and look at how God is going to work <laughs> for you when you are in the storm. And sometimes it doesn't always feel like that, but, um, so Jesus in, the four gospels, when we are actually looking at his words and a lot of depictions of his ministry and his life on earth, it uh, is written often in parables. And it's even, even his life work, like his, his, what he was doing as he was moving through life is kind of written in parable form where we are supposed to understand the greater, uh, idea of it, um, rather than just specifically what it's saying, but also the whole greater idea of it. And one beautiful passage that I always go back to that I just love, and this is in Matthew chapter eight. Um, and this is in, in the ESV, uh, starts at 23. The heading is Jesus calms the storm. And what's happening here is they're out on this boat and, with all the disciples and this huge storm comes and it's just crazy and wild. And, and Jesus is asleep. Like he's just hanging out and all the disciples wake him up and they're saying, save us, Lord, we're perishing. And he says to them, why are you afraid? Oh, you of little faith. Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. And the men marveled saying, what sort of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? And so what we have here is we have all of these men in this boat. They think they're all going to die. All the craziness is going on. The storm is all wild all around them. And they're like, holy smokes, like what is happening here? Jesus, come and come and help us. Like, why aren't you helping us? And, and how many times have we done that in our own lives where we're just like, God, why aren't you helping me? I'm in the middle of the storm. Come help me. And I think a big part of this is, is we didn't ask. <laughs> Sometimes we don't ask. Um, earlier in uh, Matthew, this is chapter 7, um, verse 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, it will be opened. So it's talking about, we just have to ask. Like we have to ask him for, for help with it all. Now, obviously 
there's going to be things that he's going to help with and things that he's not. And and if you want to read through more on this in, in Matthew, it's so wonderful. I mean, even right before it talks about, um, you know, laying up our treasures in heaven. So are we asking for worldly things or are we asking for things that, uh, that truly matter to the kingdom of God. I think that that's something that we have to understand. But as we're going through these storms in life, are we asking him for help? And are we believing that he is so big that he can rebuke the winds? He can literally quiet the storm. I think it's important for us to understand that he is capable of doing all the things for us. And that's when we understand true surrender is when we say like, I can't do this. I can't rebuke the winds. I can't stop all the things. I'm just a mere man. I can't do all this, but God, you can. And, uh, and that belief and that knowing is, is just beautiful. But then also we have to understand that sometimes that storm is not going to actually go away. That instead God is going to be the peace for us in that storm, especially if it's a worldly storm, not so much, um, something having to do with God himself, but with this world, because we can't change the world. Uh, the world is, is a sinful mess, but we can have that peace and that refuge and have God as our, our rock and our fortress in the middle of all of that even when things are really rough. I mean, you want to, you want to have that peace and understanding of that. I mean, just go, go back and look at Psalms in all of the trials that, uh, that we're presented with when God can be our, our refuge, um, throughout all of that. So then I wanted to look then to, um, I was reading this morning in Romans a bit and Romans is like one of my favorite books. I hadn't read um, in there in a bit. And so I wanted to just, I was just like kind of thumbing through some different things here. And, um, I found one of my very favorite places. And this kind of just all speaks to this as well, that God is going to be our peace through faith, peace with God through faith. So therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so I love this because this is Paul talking and he's talking about, and, and if you know the story of Paul, I mean, he did not, isn't like he asked like, God, just come and fix all this stuff for me. Uh, he recognized the fact that by following Christ, by coming to Jesus, by doing what God asked, that his life was going to get turned upside down and be a disaster worldly wise. But that peace that he had in his heart was worth all of it. And that's what he's talking about here, that, that all of that, that suffering that he's going through, that he understands that that's just building him up for understanding God's peace and love. Like as he's going through all of this junk, he has that peace in his heart that only Holy Spirit can, can bring to you. 
And that brings us then to our three things that you need to know about God's grace. Because this is the whole thing, is he recognizes that we are a mess, the world is a mess, all the stuff is a mess, but he is going to, when you come to Jesus and you give it all to him and you truly surrender to him and you say, God, take it, take this all from me, take it, I want to die in all of my sin and I want to be reborn with you and walk with you. And he feels that fills that spot in your heart, just as Paul is talking about here. He fills that spot in our heart that can only be filled up and he pours into it through the Holy Spirit and he he gives us this fullness of God that is this peace that surpasses all understanding. It's this thing that just like it makes it to where through the suffering, through all of the junk, that you will be okay and you know that you are okay. And that is what true grace really feels like is that I know that all of the mess is happening and that all the storm is happening and that the world is a mess and I'm a mess. But I have this peace in my heart because I have been reborn in God. I have been reborn with Holy Spirit now in in my heart. So number one, coming to Christ does not mean that it all gets fixed. The storm may continue. That's one thing that I do want you guys to know is that even though we give it all to him and we say, yes, help me out here, Lord, it it doesn't mean that all of the things are going to go away. It means that you internally are going to change and you're going to now know that God is going to to walk you and help you through it. And number two, Jesus is that peace in the storm. So Jesus is that thing that is going to, uh, it is that peace that's going to help you through it all. So even though the storm doesn't go away and it will all continue, Jesus is going to be that peace in the storm. And number three, I do want you to know this, that this is huge. This is huge because I don't want you to also think then that, um, that it isn't, that it isn't going to work, that maybe you will still like be dealing with all this anxiety and all of this stuff. And, and you may still deal with some of these things, but I do want you to know number three, that our God is a God of miracles. We need to ask and we need to believe that he is so much bigger than we could even imagine. He can calm the storm. He can rebuke the winds. He can do things that we, as mere men, cannot do. And, uh, and that's just so beautiful. So what do I say if someone says, what if Jesus doesn't work for me? Well, number one, the Bible's going to tell you very differently. And God to your heart is going to tell you very differently if you put that trust in him. Because number one, coming to Christ doesn't mean that it all gets fixed. The storm will continue. But number two, Jesus is going to be that peace in the storm. And that always works. And number three, know that our God is a God of miracles. Ask him for that peace and he will be there for you. He will be there in a way that doesn't even make sense unless you give it to him. So will Jesus work for you? Absolutely. 
There is nothing else that will work like God will work in your life. So give it to him, give it to him, give it to him and know that you are loved with Christ. All right, again, if you are wanting to talk this out more with me, if you are feeling like, man, I am that person that feels like I don't know if God is going to work for me, then let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, Come on, head on over to findingfaithabove.com. I'd love to talk with you. Um, Send me an email. Send me a message. Um, Yeah, let's let's talk about it because Jesus is is amazing, and I I really hope that he is going to move in your hearts too. All right. Have a great day. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey friends, I hope that this episode truly blessed you today and spoke to your heart. And if it did, I would love it if you could share it with your friend who might need to hear these words also. And if you truly, really loved it, then a five-star review really helps to get into the ears of so many more people. It's the way the algorithm works. So I would love it if you guys would be able to do that for me as well. And if you were looking for more resources, more help, more coaching, more all the good stuff, go to findingfaithabove.com and make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. See you next time.